Welcome to the Unknown Podcast with Chris Bloom, Ubong, and Mario Thompson. Enjoy. So, Chris, how was your own weekend? Mm, my weekend was alright. Uh, it's, it's cold here now, so yeah, it's pretty much we're getting into that season. Like, yeah, yeah, like it's pretty, it's pretty. So, it's not really it's pretty cold. It's getting to, we're getting to that point. Anyway, we are sleeping fully clothed. On that <laughs> and all that stuff. Kita is not even doing much. So, you know, you know. So, so all good though. It was a nice weekend. It was chilled. It was lots of games to watch. Yeah. PS5 to play. It was just a break from the hectic week I had because I had classes and stuff, you know, during the week. So, so yeah. Okay. That's pretty much it. It was pretty much like. A quiet, a quiet, quiet week out, a quiet weekend because there was no much, there was no much football or soccer, and even if there was, yeah, was, yeah, was because, because of the international break, yeah. Normally, normally I don't like international break, <laughs> I, yeah. I don't like the friendly games and the qualifiers, I only like the main thing, the main events. For example, let's say the Euros, the World Cup. Yes, I love those, but the qualifiers and friendly games, I don't really like them. I think it's the same approach Nigerian football players take when they play these qualifiers or these uh, friendly games. They don't like it too, apparently. Because the, 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 their approach to the game, you know, doesn't, doesn't smell of a, a professional player. Well, one thing they, they fail to understand is that people are using these games, you know, to evaluate countries and rankings, you know. And so it's important for us to show up in friendly games, qualifiers and whatnot, because it counts, you know. It counts. The the entire, those two, these two games that we've seen from the Nigerian team has been very... I don't know. Very poor, you know, compared to what we expect from them, given the quality of players we have on that pitch. Today's game was the same thing. I don't know what we have to do to that uh, goalkeeper position, though. In its urgent. He's the same guy urgent. that was saving. <laughs> I forgot his club's name. The guy, that guy that was saving Ronaldo's ball. In the Europa League, yeah, the, he was saving yeah. and saving and saving, and uh, we were like, "Oh, this guy, he's good." <laughs> Greece, now, yeah. Um, what's the name of the club again? Well, that's that's probably one of hundred performances. You know, I think we need to we probably need to get Ezinuwa back. <laughs> yeah, we had, a, we had, we had nah, yes. We're not going back to that era. It's, you know, it's, it's <laughs> past. We, we, we had another keeper now that we used for the, uh, what's it called? Nations Cup. Ajibade or something. I think that's the name. fair guy. The fair guy that is keeping it. Yes. That fine boy. No, no. Okoye. Maduka Okoye. Okoye, they do fine boy. That's Mr. Nigeria Universe. And uh, we, we, uh, the truth of the, the truth of the matter is, we were really, we don't really have, we're not spoiled for quality options in terms of our goalkeepers at this point in time. Don't really have goalkeepers. I think, I think the only, the only thing, the only thing we're spoiled for option right now in the Super Eagles is the, the attacking attack. front. Yeah, just we were, we spoiled with a lot of attackers. But when you see midfielders, midfielders were short of creative midfielders. And the goalkeeper is like the worst off. I, I still don't have confidence in that defense line of um, Shimi Ajayi and Basi. 
Shimmy's eyes. I don't know. We have I to think defenders the head coach is still experimenting as regards that back four. Because some but you see, you see the you see the three the guy that plays three the Yimachi what's his name that guy has locked down that left back mm. left back is his own he's locked he's locked that part down then I yes. really would love to see Osai on the right hand side because yes Osai is like there's a, there was, there's a player I, I can't recall his name he's playing for Poto he's a side three uh, that's um, um, Saidu Saidu He's also a very good. He's also a, a very good player. Back. But right now, with the way that guy, the current guy is playing, I'm not sure. He's like he's locked in that left back position as his own for the time being. The right back that also played for the Saudi game, the guy is good. He's played yeah. like that lot. He's also I try to put the cross in. <laughs> He's, he's far from better than Dalot, I beg. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's better than Dalot because Dalot is the most. How will I put it? Dalot is just fortunate. The most, for the most useful team. player that is that is unuseful. Yes. That's that's it. So, yeah, but 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 I I saw I saw the game against Saudi Arabia. I, I, didn't, I, I didn't watch the game with today's game with Mozambique but the game against Saudi Arabia yeah I really there were, there were flashes of brilliance especially when the game started you could see a lot of combination and everything just fizzled out till the second half when we considered and um Kelechi Inachok came on board and also um Moses Simon then we started to play very well increase the tempo and that's how we got the two goals then the unfortunate incident of the free kick and the second goal yeah. came in because Uzo well Jesus, not in the, people have said a lot about Uzo there's really when you see something is I saw the coach came out and um, Pesero saying you have to give confidence he doesn't see reasons why um, the fans are on the back of Uzo maybe it's not Maybe he's not he's not watched previous matches or he's not seen how much he has cost us previously. But if you if he goes back in time and he sees why people are on his back, he will know that this is not just a one-off from Uzor. This is like maybe he just cowers under pressure or it's just a national team because we know Nigerians can be unforgiving, especially when it comes to football mistakes and that ball. You've made mistakes in the past and your coaches have still brought you in and it just seems like just one few one moment, one action in the game, you just lose concentration, you lose focus, and you consider the goal that hurts the team. You can see the way indeed he was looking at him. Yeah. Like, just give me a cane, let me flog this guy back. It felt like that's kind of bombastic side eye. Yeah. Those things are, are things you don't expect a professional player to, to do. It's why um, Onana, you know, is receiving the treatments he's receiving. Because those errors are very, it's it's impossible, it's almost impossible, you know, for a professional player that has gone through the rudiments and everything to put up a performance like that, you know. And talking about the, the game in itself, I think for me, the game switched up when the changes happened, right? It was flat yeah. for me until that point when you see me just walked out, you know, for whatever knock he had at that time. And then it was like, whether you change me or you don't change me, I don't care. He just left. I don't know what that was about. He could have stayed on the Who? beach. You see me? Until the change was made. I think he was injured or something. Yeah, well, just stay yeah, on the, the beach, you know? Yeah, just stay on the beach, just hang in there until your your sub is ready, you know, and that happens, and then you go out. And he had us playing one man down for like three, five minutes, you know, before that yeah. change was made, you know? Oh, I'm just, I'm, just, I'm just seeing it now that he'll be out for four to six weeks. Look at that. Uh, I think I think he sustained it because he wasn't even on in the match. He wasn't even on the match. The team list today. Yeah, and I'm seeing this like he's gonna be out till November, the end of November. 
Wow. The injury was pretty much was pretty much that's, a, that's gonna be a big blow for Garcia. There's no way back from this. He's losing his job, so I don't think he cares so much. <laughs> Alright, so 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 that's that's about that's about the uh, super egos. We're just looking forward to the African Cup of Nations. I think there's another there's another break, international break sometime in November before the team reconvenes later in December preparation December or January for preparation and the Nations Cup proper proper I, I'm, I'm looking forward to the Nations Cup like I really want to see some exciting what what's, what what are the new players that Africans are going to be producing aside the ones that already know who are blazing the trail right now who are those who are coming up as well I'll be looking forward to this point in time have you seen the groupings? Yeah, I've seen the groupings. Like the groupings for me, like I actually. Yeah, go on. Only I can hear you. Maybe he's not. On. Yeah, you can you can go on, Thompson. Let's let's keep him moving, so. Uh, I haven't seen the group, but I'll give you the check. But I think the African Cup of Nations, I hope it will be exciting as last year due to the drama and every hour. And I hope to see new stars rise from the arches on underdogs. Let me say for some countries, we know they have good qualities in their, their, in their, in their, in their ranks, in the likes of uh, Egypt, Senegal. Yeah. Cameroon, these are the heavyweights, Nigeria, that you expect. I will not call Ghana because I think Ghana, they are not playing, they still lack that teamwork. Although they have players, they have professional players, they have good players in the squad, but I don't think that it's not just clicking for them at the moment. But with the favorites, Nigeria, Senegal, Cameroon, and Egypt, I think these four will be the favorites for the Afcon. Okay, let's let me take a look at the. Let me run through the the groupings, yeah. Yeah. So in Group A, we have uh, Ivory Coast, right? We have uh, okay. Equatorial Guinea, we have Guinea Bissau, mm-hmm. and then we have Nigeria. Hmm, that's a tough one. So that's a tough that one. group, the favorites we're looking at there would be Nigeria and Ivory Coast. You know, but Guinea, you can't move them out. You can't the group. You can't write anybody off because because these these teams they can they can hurt you. You see the way Nigeria is playing right now. We conceive goals unnecessarily, so I think we need to work on our defense, our goalkeeper, and our midfield because the attack. I don't see any issue with the attack. So we should work on that for us to be able to qualify from that group. And the group, it won't be an easy one for Nigeria or Ivory Coast. So the group... That's my own So for me, for me, Chris. Yeah. For me, for me, the groups I think I'm really looking forward to. Just looking at the groupings again, I think they are evenly matched. As, um, you see that group E and group C. Those are the groups group, like that. Group C is actually the group of that. Yeah, because you have Senegal, Cameroon, Guinea, and Gambia. Obviously, Gambia are the whipping boys of that group. Yeah. Unless unless they spring a surprise, they're, they're the whipping boys. Because why I say Group E is Group E, you have Tunisia, Mali, and perennial underachiever South Africa. Bafana, Bafana. <laughs> Then you have Namibia, and Namibia obviously will be the whipping boys of the group. You know, team. Yeah. Nigeria and Cote d'Ivoire should make it out from that group. Barring any surprises or any late drama, they should make it out. Egypt and Ghana. But remember that in a, for every national scope, there's always a surprising yes. high flyer that would spring up from one group and yeah. match on. So. I, I just look I hope, forward to seeing I, that. I hope that doesn't come out from the Nigerians group. <laughs> at this point, at this point, it could come out from anywhere, anywhere at any point in time. I think I think we can we can hope for that to happen in Group B, right? Um, where we have Cape Verde, 
Egypt, Ghana, Mozambique. So I think Mozambique can cause, you know, some sort of opera. Upset. Yeah. Yeah. And so we might see Ghana move, finish that group and start, you know, third place and get knocked out. Because whatever happens in whatever happens in group B obviously impacts what happens in group A. Sure. So we might just see Nigeria playing either of Ghana or Egypt. Which group Morocco is in? Which group Morocco? Uh, Morocco is in group F. You've got Morocco, DR Congo, Zambia, and Tanzania. So Morocco, ah, Morocco, Morocco, Morocco are true. Uh, Zambia will probably join them. Yeah. But I don't see DR Congo or Tanzania. Uh, so, these are just, so these are just what we're saying. These are what we're expecting should happen. I said this I wait. This is just what we're we're we are just what we're expecting that should literally happen. But you know, football anything can happen. So basically, there will be surprises. Yes, we did show we did show Morocco put on in the World Cup. I think all eyes will be on them. We did show they, they put on in during the World Cup. Eyes will be on them. I think international favorites to win this. Um, Cup of Nations will probably be Morocco, Senegal, or Morocco. Yes, Senegal just won one nil against Cameroon today. Man is God. The goal. It was a penalty, but they have done. They won Cameroon one nil. International friendly. Okay. Okay. We're just moving away from the Africa. Moving away from Africa, let's go into Europe. So let's talk about um, one of the goods, because honestly, we have many goods nowadays. Since we since, since we're using the word loosely, many goods. Cristiano Ronaldo, guy can't stop scoring, and this night also he scored two goals. What was was what's your thought about? I, we, we know that for every player, for every great player, longevity is key. Regardless of your quality, how you're able to continuously produce this amount of quality at the highest level is actually key. And for Ronaldo, as an attacker, obviously, goals, goals count for him. And as long as he keeps banging in the goals, whether they are tap-ins, whether they are penalties, whether they are easy goals, you're scoring the goals and you just keep counting. Because you can say he's a tapping match and all that about I just feel what what's what's your take, Chris? Um I think he's he's already suggesting um being around you know for another two, three years. And I see that happening, you know, especially because he's this is not to shit on the Saudi Arabia League, but because he's there, um, the demand is not as you know high paced as the English league would be, and so his body will probably not be you know so strained, and so he can probably do two three years, you know. But whether or not he will still be at you know high peak. You know, value or performance, then it's, it's, it's left, you know, for us to see. But ultimately, I think he can go another two, three years easily and still deliver because half the time it's not skills as regards um, a typical striker, you know, taking the ball, taking on defenders, dribbling. It's not that for him anymore. Right, his game has faded away from that into just knowing how best to position, into just knowing, you know, how best to um, get past defenders without too much strain, you know, or bang the ball out of, you know, screamer out of the the box and just get the goal, which he has been doing with um, Al you know, so he could easily just continue. I mean, the game against um, 
the game against uh, Slovakia was this proof of that. Um, he had the opportunity to even score more than that. He could have easily bagged the hat trick in that game, you know. So yeah, he still has the name. So I see no reason why he should stop. Okay. Yeah. So Mario, what's, what's your think, take? My take is that with this sport. If Bruno Fernandes play for this Portuguese team, you would think this is what is he is he what is playing for Manchester United? No. When he's playing in the Portuguese team, he has goals, assists almost every game. And he's undroppable. So you see the likes of Gian Cancelo, Bernardo Silva, Juan Felix, all these players they link up with Ronaldo easily. I see Ronaldo even playing until the next World Cup. Same playing until the next World because he doesn't need to to show the world what, who he is. We already know who he is. So he just needs to position at the right place and the right time to yeah. do a tapping or to have a shot from outside box or to probably head the ball home because we all know he's very good in the air. So that's just the quality he has that he still maintains that I'm happy for him. He doesn't need to dribble, start dribbling, no. He's playing what like, he's playing a football called business football. I just need to get a goal. I'm, I give him I see him to play up to two to three years more in the Portuguese national team. Okay, so I'll, I'll just say to, just to wrap it up. We all know Ronaldo's um, fitness level is exceptional. He's been able to like maintain that, maintain his fitness and keeping it going. So let's just see. You guys have said two to three years. You see him continue playing. Mario said he sees him playing till the next World Cup in twenty. That's twenty. What? What is the next World Cup? Is twenty twenty or twenty thirty? World Cup supposed to be four years now. Twenty twenty two. So twenty twenty six. Twenty twenty six. US and Canada. Twenty twenty six. He was going to play. Will be there. Let's see. Fingers crossed. Let's see if he makes it till then. And he also score. Normally they will have a penalty. I score. All right. So, what games we look at at the Euro Nations Cup at this point in time? Because we all know there were there were a lot of games. There were a lot yeah. of games. The, the, the key game was the Netherlands France. I think that was the key game. To me, that was no that was not a key game because you already knew what was going to happen. There was no way Netherlands was going to come near France uh, that there was no way I didn't even see I didn't know from day one that it was going to end in it was going to end France, in the France national uh, team the France national team have been exceptional for the past eight nine years they won the last World Cup this previous World Cup they almost won it <laughs> it's not for some move okay but it's all good but I see them, I see them. There was no any guru guru, I beg. There was no guru anywhere. What guru guru was involved? I don't know, I don't know where Mario sees guru guru. Okay, you, you, you didn't see it, but don't worry. You didn't see it. Well, they were just favoring Messi to just, they just try to favor Messi for him to get this. That's just it. <laughs> let's, let's define what that what guru guru is just just for the <laughs> listening pleasure of our listeners. Oh my god. Come on. <laughs> they still don't know what that means. <laughs> okay. Cheating. The referee in that game. Yes, cheat. Just trying to make sure by all means. You know what? You don't you know need to hear it from me. You know what I mean? Um <laughs> you want he wants Messi to just win it. That's just it. Well, yeah, that's, so, yeah, yeah. that's that's your own take. That's your take. So yeah, that's my are, take. You're allowed. You're allowed to voice and echo your take about yeah. it. Okay. 
the France national team have been exceptional for the past nine to ten years. You can't take anything from them. I don't see any country stopping them, but we still have some countries who, if they made the likes of Argentina, Argentina <laughs> if they made the likes of Argentina, Spain, I think Spain will also give them tough time. But they are also playing well, and you know, you not take anything off the Netherlands. Also, the Netherlands with the squad they have, they are trying to make their way up. If you look at this Netherlands squad, apart from let me say Van Dijk, you won't see any player that I think will be more than fifty to sixty million in the market currently now. Apart from Van Dijk in that team, that I know is that I know is exceptional. The good defender. We, we look from their their defense. Okay, well, let me say they have Neta and Ake, who is doing a good job for club and con- a good job for co- club and country. The goalkeeper, I don't know him. I don't know the club is playing for. Unlike France, we know who they, where their keeper is playing for. He's playing for Milan, and he's also good. So the Netherlands, I, I would say they are underdogs, but. They are still a good country, a good side. On a better day, they can hurt you. They can hurt you. On a better day, they can hurt you. But I hope they have this, uh, what we call, rising stars. But they have a rising star also. They have Xavi Simons. But he's still young, still trying to fit in the team. Although France is just, France is just good. Just good. <laughs> you know who I love more in that, most in that team? The France, the France, the French team. Anton Griezmann. Griezmann, yeah, Griezmann is the hard yes. worker. You, you underrate him. The thing is that they underrate Anton Griezmann. Yes, that is it. But he he, he does things. He works hard. He links up play. He gives assists. He's just exceptional. I no, wish I think, Manchester. I think Portugal stands a very good chance to to win the Euros, though. Also, they're, playing, they're playing very high-level yes. football. If you have to call favorites, if you have to mention favorites to win the Euros, I think first three, Portugal will be there. Because if you call the likes of France, I think Portugal will be next. Because Germany is not doing anything. England, I don't think England can do it. Why Why? Why do you, Although feel, they why, have why do you feel England cannot do it and you're calling <laughs> Netherlands? England, England... No, I'm not saying Netherlands is going to win it. I'm saying they can go a long way in the tournament. If if Netherlands can go, England, if Netherlands can go a long way, then England can 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 win. We all know England <laughs> after good things. Because if England can go, England can go a long way, has a bias. Has a bias. That's, his, that's his home now. So <laughs> after good things, we know what's next for England. If they have to meet a country. Half of their side, they are dropping down. This they are is, going down. If I, I, England I is to meet, if England eh, is to meet Denmark in a in a, in a, in a round of sixteen game, England will be no, out. England would trash Denmark. Denmark. Oh well, England trash. Well, as long as England has Harry Maguire as a CD there, you never <laughs> can see what happens. You know, they might just put up one very amazing performance as Harry Maguire always does. You know, and that can just have them win the Euros. So, but Maguire is a total is a total different being when he plays for England. That's what I'm saying. That was a positive. That was not a negative. Did you, did you hear what I said? No, yeah, yeah I, I, I heard what you said. <laughs> like he's a, a total being. Just reiterate what you said because that guy plays like he's on a different level when he plays for. Yeah, England. very high level defender when he's on England shirt. But yeah, sometimes. Cool. He does some crazy shit. <laughs> On same uh, England shit. Breaking news. Just 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 as uh, Mario was waxing lyrical about Netherlands, Van Dijk just scored in the third minutes of added time. Yeah, so, a penalty. Yeah. He scored in their previous game too, yeah? Yeah. So let's so 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 Mario, you can put your money on it. Van Dijk just score this weekend. <laughs> no, 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 if Liverpool no. is playing, no, if Liverpool is playing, Liverpool is playing everything on Saturday. Yeah, that's a Salah, Mo Salah to score is a must. 
I'm telling you. Manchester United game against Sheffield. Rasmus to score his first <laughs> Premier League goal. So I'm giving you game to. I'm, I'm giving you game. now so far. So and so for all of our game. for all of our for all of our listeners, Mario is dropping some short yes. ones for you guys that you can bank take to the <laughs> bank and bank on. Just this two: Rasmus yeah. to score, Salah but, to score. But I'd say whatever you do, stake wisely. Don't stake your house yeah. rent. Don't stake your. I think it's about time we get a betting partner. And <laughs> share. Yeah, what open? What open to that? Stake what you can lose. Stake wisely, and yeah, anyway, Mario, Mario's got some good gems. So he's drop. He's drop. He's dropping the the scorers. The scorers odd for you. All. Scorers odd. Yes, that's nice. Also. The Netherlands. Let's continue about the Netherlands. You, you know this boy, Javi Simons. He plays for Limzik. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a he's a baller. I have an interest in the guy. You know, when Man United bought Messi Mount and uh, Liverpool bought Sobosly, I was angry because Man United. We don't see players. It's like lost you there for a minute, Thompson. Thompson has disappeared. <laughs> they bought Zavi. I'm here, I'm here. Just the network, we all know. I'm here. I said he's no, doing no, a no. nice job. All right, go ahead. I said, my United bought Missy Mouth and they left Sobo's life for Liverpool. And Mouth is more expensive than Sobo's life. And we can see the difference between them. And this Zavi Simons, they brought him to replace Asubosla, and he's doing a nice job. You can check his stats on Linzik. He has goals plus assists to his name. In the German League, not the Netherlands League, he's playing well in the German League, a top league in the world. So I think that guy is also a good player. We should not, we should not write them off. I think the Netherlands will go a long way. Yeah. Why are we not talking about I've echoed my own. I've said I don't know what I don't know what. Spalletti um, and Italy should also put up a good Italy. fight. Yeah, Spalletti under Italy. You know, yeah. Italy is still trying to find their mojo since Mancini left. I think they are still struggling to have that teamwork. Although they have the players there, but they are still building. It was there. They had. A long game run without long was the game i can't recall exactly but they had a long game run up to 20 something games i think so without a loss then they failed and with Manchini, all those yes with all Manchini those is the, coach of, is the coach of saudi arabia now when, yes. I, when I was watching with that game those, it felt like yes. united versus city fixture like i wanted <laughs> i wanted us to trash <laughs> saudi arabia just because <laughs> Just because of my opinion. Yeah, with all those stats, Italy still failed to qualify for the World Cup. That was just the disaster. They had exceptional players like Federico Baredi. I don't know what Manchester United is doing. We went ahead to buy Anthony and we have Berardi there. That is not even expensive. Uh-huh. Baredi is not expensive now. He's also he's a, he's a good player. I watched Napoli... Uh, uh, a good player, a good left footer in that matter. So, but we, we no, can't write it off. Let's we not can't write it too much on this. Okay. Yeah. Let's 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 move. Let's move. Let's move. Let's move. If if you are, if you allow Mario, Mario will talk about another line from now until tomorrow. Like I said, <laughs> I still don't know. I still don't know what you are cooking with them. Only time will tell what you're cooking with them. Wegos is there. Wegos, Wegos is my player. I missed the penalty now today. So, yes, the guy just has bad luck for good scoring. <laughs> so quickly, let, let me just run One down the, the scores, the scores of the games that just I've just been completed for the European 
qualification for Euro 2024. Um, Azerbaijan lost to Austria by one goal to nil. Um, Netherlands won by one goal to nil for Pitts Greece. Gibraltar they lost to Republic of Ireland by zero to four. I knew I know I know Ferguson scored. That's another okay. that's another guy for the next that was tipping for the next big move in the EPL. Yeah, yeah. Ice Iceland won Lichtenstein by four zero. Um, that was a straight a street win. I think that was second to the biggest victory of the night. Yes. Because then then Portugal won five nil. Yeah, five nil. Then what the goals coming from the first time? Luxembourg yes. lost to, Slovakia, to Slovakia 1-0. So that's just the latest scores for I think for the matches for tonight. Um so let's move to South America. What games let's talk about um the Argentine game and also the Brazil game. I think those are just friendly, friendly matches. Brazil It was not friendly. I don't think it was oh. friendly. I think it was Qualifiers. Qualifiers. See, the yeah. thing about the thing about South America, I don't still understand their qualifiers. So, how, how, how long their groupings are. Because when you see the way the group is, and you see Argentine playing Brazil while while in that in tick of things. So for Brazil, Brazil played one one draw with Venezuela their last game. Yeah. I just to check. Yeah, they played one one with Venezuela. Um my boy my boy scored. My boy scored big Gabby. Big ups. Big ups. The best the best left centre back in the EPL. Duff with his full chest. He owns it all. Yeah, you're, not, you're not even going to debate that with you right now. <laughs> <laughs> go on, go on, go on. <laughs> Because, because to beat Gabi. So, yeah, we, we won that. So, they played 1-1. One, one. Then, Argentine. Argentine won their game, I think, by 1-0. One, one go to nil. Yes. Yeah, one go to nil. So, that's that's what that. So, it's just typical, typical, typical what we expected. Yeah. Nothing. No, it's what we expected. But, of late, this, this Brazil team, they are coming off short. I don't really know what's, the, what's their problem. They're coming off short. They, they are failing to kill games on time. Just just what I said. We we ex- we expected Brazil to see of their game, win their games, not to go and concede late on. I take that back because I really expected them to win that game. I saw I saw a part of the game. I didn't I didn't watch the full game because obviously it was in the wee hours. But I saw a part of the game when they were losing. I slept up. And when I woke up, I checked the scores. I'm like, wait. What happened there? And some of that it was one one. I'm like, okay. Because I actually expected them to see off the game and just win it ball. That's football. They have the calibers of the calibers of players. I don't really know. They still need to find their mojo. Yeah, yeah let's move that's, on. That's that's what they that's what they need to do. And Argent Argentines, they did they did the game. And I, have, yes. you guys seen, have you guys seen the stats about Martinez or about Brazil about the numbers of goals they've conceded in 50 games? How many? I think I think it's either one or something. I just need to check that fact again. Numbers of goals Brazil have conceded. I actually think it's it's not much. Well, I'll check it. I'll check it just in 50 games. Yeah, in 50 games. So it's either they've They've lost one game in 50 games or or something. But it's one crazy stats. I'll, I'll check that up. Just to find okay. out where it is. I'll okay, check let's that out. So um moving straight up. Yeah, so let's talk about this one is it's a big one. What do you guys think? <laughs> uh, the the, the, the I, I know you guys are longing for so yes. Yeah. I think it's a, you're longing for Arab money so that you can spend indiscriminately. 
Oh. Are we going there yet? You say what? Yes, we are there. Yeah. We are there already. Yeah, there. I had to stretch for this one. <laughs> okay. Chris, just just do the thing that you have the floor, please. Tell us what you think about the move. So I want you to pick out some points. So why did you think um why did you think Blazers refused to sell to the Qatar guys? And what would you think? What do you think this what do you think this makes for United going forward with Radcliffe coming in? So I've got I've got two theories, right? Yeah. Um the first one is they never wanted to sell. Right? Um these guys are criminal businessmen that they were looking to push the club's evaluation. Right? Yeah. They looking to push the valuation way more than it was, right? And we saw how they did that, you know, dragged the whole thing for close to a year now. And secondly, um, from the very get-go, when I heard the Qatars were in the running for, you know, for the bid and all, I wasn't sure that was going to happen. Why? Because so, Manchester United is it's a statement club, right? For the entire um, English tradition, right? Yes. It's like that legacy club, yeah, for England. And so, putting it in the hands of the Arabs, I didn't see that happening, right? Yes. I didn't see that happening from the very beginning. So it's our best option. It was an amazing deal. The proposal they gave was amazing. It was, it was, it was a debt-free yes. deal. Right. It was twice our valuation. Twice our valuation. It was debt. They're going to clear our debts. They're going to put out 1.5 million and billion, you know, for um, a new stadium and facilities. That was going to, you know, put us back into that space but as what, a high level. What is reason why you need to you need to suspect this Qatar guys because <laughs> of this kind of crazy offer? Like it looks like it was too good to be true, but it's actually what it is. I think they wanted to just see it through, right? So it didn't start. It wasn't this initially, right? It was due to the whole stalling from um, Glazers and they, they say increasing their bid, increasing their bid until they got to this point, right? Which yeah. was literally close to 8 billion. And now they've gotten to this point and the Glazers are saying, no, they're still rejecting it. What do they want? Nothing. They didn't want to sell. They just wanted to push the valuation, right? bringing in a minority shareholder, yeah. uh, which Ratcliffe would, would become, and then take this splodge. They're going to take this splodge and share it amongst themselves. They're not going to put that money back into the club, right? Yeah. Old Trafford is leaking, right? <laughs> if it rains, it pours on everybody there. You Old Trafford you know? is leaking. It's leaking. When I talked about, when I talked about our facilities not being up to yeah. par with that of, you know, top other clubs like Real Madrid and everybody is saying the same thing um Elanga said the same thing the facilities in United are not much different from that of Nottingham Forest can you can you imagine <laughs> like can you imagine that comparison we made Mado I think uh, Charlie Savage said the same thing about um is it Birmingham and uh, United having like the same facilities and so it's not much of a change for him it's it's still definitely to hear such analysis like how how now we're seeing almost all our players all our starting 11 and even bench players getting injured you know and now they want to they want to put in did you hear that I don't know if you, any of you heard that recent uh, news 
they are looking to investigate the cause of that now. They didn't think it was it was weird, it was strange all along. Like they didn't think it was strange. They didn't think it was worthy of being investigated all along. And now they didn't it fit to want to investigate why. Well, yeah, so so I I yeah, I yeah, I hear what you said and I pretty much share in the same sentiment. So what I feel is United it's United is a traditional team. It's a traditional team with history. United is not just like any team that you can just wake up and sell to anybody. So and most people also share this sentiment that that was why that Qatar deal was never gonna go through because you were not just you're not just gonna pick a traditional team, a big team like United. It's more or less like saying you want to sell Real Madrid to Qatar guys. Yeah. You're not gonna nobody's going to do that because these guys their tradition actually outlive the money forget about yeah. forget about the money it's actually a traditional team that so they're just gonna take the club and put it in the hands of people the Qatar guys Manchester United is no Man City exactly that's that's regardless of what Man City have done recently they yeah. will never be Manchester United that history can no matter the amount of he can number of um... You can't buy that history. You can't it will never be. So, that's why I felt from day one, they were never going to sell. They were just using it to just yeah increase the, the valuation, take it up. You know, I told you then that they were not going to sell. They were just going to use United. This all of this, all of this um sale and not and not selling to build up the valuation before they would even take it off. It's hurting the club. Like it's cutting the club on the pitch and even off the pitch. Because you know, because if you look at the crazy money that they're throwing around, I tell you any club would literally jump at that and get it sold. Any club, like that kind of money, clearing all of your debts and giving you money to invest back in the team. Man, it looks like it looks like every club's dream. But for United, it was never gonna pull through. Nobody was gonna nobody was gonna cash in on Man, that. They're going to invest 1.5 billion in a new stadium and buying players. No no player would be above United. Yes, you just need you to would have gotten you just any need, player with the title. You just just need, just need to, to memorize like, memorize your books like Chelsea to <laughs> yeah, you beat <laughs> <laughs> it would be like point and, point and kill. <laughs> just memorization <laughs> so you can beat financial fair play, but everything is very okay. gonna be easy for you. Like yes. it is gonna be easy. That's it's terrible we miss out on that. Okay. It's terrible we miss out on that. That's it. So that's that's my about Thompson. What do you think, or do you have a contrary theory about this? We can hear you. Can you check? I think this quarter. You can hear me now. Yeah. Yeah, I think with the tradition and the culture of Manchester United, these quarter guys won't won't fit that 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 history. Although the money is crazy and we all know that with good money you can get good players. Yes. And the new stadium and every other thing and clearing the debt is also a good idea, but I think the club should remain with the people they have. <laughs> but I think the Glazers should just sell the club. Even if they are selling the club to, what's his name, Jim Watts, Radcliffe, Abbey Ward, they should sell it to him. I think the, it's high time the Glazers, the Glazers leave my have the money for that. Yeah. That's what you can't buy. That's you can't buy it outright. I think it's high time the Glazers go out because the Glazers, they are just... Sharing this point. Manchester United is a club that even if they don't win anything any season, we are not going to go broke because we generate revenue from France. the fans we generate revenue from the ticket is exceptional. Even the pandemic affected a lot of teams, but it didn't affect Man United. Why is that? The fan base and 
the supporters, they are exceptional guys. They spend money in the club. That's why you see them day in, day out. They are they are <laughs> they are making their voices heard. Glazers out, glazers out. So I, I feel the glazers should just there was a guy that was also bidding a a, a businessman from Finland. He was also proposing, I think it was there, he was proposing five billion, I think so, before he now pulled out of the race. The Glazers caused this. They, they don't want to sell the club. That's why they are partnering with this guy to buy 25% or 30% of the club. They don't want to sell. Man United is a business for them. It's not that they like Man United to supply Man United what they want. Man United is just a business for the Glazers. Okay. That's all. Uh-huh. Okay, so we, we all have a consensus about Glazers. Glazers are not going newsflash; they're not going to sell at this point in time. They'll probably just get Radcliffe money, reinvest some of that in the squad. Yes. And, and let's see, let's see, let's see where. Invest that in the squad. I don't <laughs> think that's going to happen. <laughs> let's see, let's see if they actually if they actually do. So, um, yeah, quick one. Italian league um, Antonio Conte has been has been dropping has been speaking so Antonio Conte so he's giving the vibe I think he had some interview earlier that was released he said he's he's out now he's been taking taking time out and he wants to come back and win everything <laughs> when coaches are when, yes when, as when he normally are, does when coaches are dropping words like that you know there's about to be like a vacant position uh, no i like and we all I like worst, and we all know the worst kept secret which is the napoli job yeah. i love antonio conte his personality how will i put it, his fire his desire for the game the yes if you watch it seems when whenever it seems cause his celebration and everything know that this man has passion for the game and i also think this napoli team will fit him because of those players, he will he will he will put a new mindset on those players, especially Osime. I think with Anthony Conte, Osime will become a beast. <laughs> will become a beast. You know, he likes black players also, and currently Napoli team, the Quarastella of last season is not the Quarastella of this season. He hardly passed the boys. I don't know what's wrong with that guy. I don't know if it's only me that is seeing it, or you guys are not seeing it. So uh, I think he has not he has not gotten to read him, you know. Yes, we all know Rashford yeah, also yeah. has not gotten to read him. But there are some occasions you just have to pass the ball for your teammate. That's what it's called teamwork. We win, we get the three point. We all we, we are all happy. You don't you don't have to score. For everything to go well, we just need to win. That's just it. It's just sometimes you just have to pass the ball. And the player Napoli is criticizing is Anguissa. I don't see that that guy playing wrong because the team is not just working for the team. It's not just working for Napoli as a whole. Not just they will point fingers to Anguissa that his game has dropped. His game level has dropped. If his game level has dropped, what about Lobokta? It's not only about Anguiza. Even their defense, I think they didn't get a good replacement for Kim. Because yeah, he's so Kim. Not, yes. Jesus Jesus is old. He's old. Kind he's of old. If you watch Kim, Kim is always calm on the ball. He's calm. And his passes, they are accurate. He's not that kind of defender that is scared. Whenever you come close to Kim, you watch, he's calm and he gives a good pass to his player. So they should just try and find in the right players. Their side to deal Lorenzo is doing a good job. Their side three is not the issue. Their keeper, they need another central back, a good central back also. That's all. Okay. So I think okay. I think it still um still falls on the decks of uh Rudy Garcia, you know, um, I don't yeah. think he has put up a, a strong team, you know, for the for the season. 
I don't think he has come up with the best um, playing style, you know, that fits into that Napoli squad. I don't think he has used his two key players as well as, you know, he ought to. And so that's the reason why his, his job is at, is at stake at this point. You know, I think um, Napoli had uh, made contact with um, Anthony Conte. And so, um, while they're having initial um, communication, I think Conte has talked about wanting to, like you said, wanting to just stay with family and just, you know. But if he's coming back, he's going to come back to a team that wants to win and all that. And he might not be swayed enough to take the Napoli job. Um... I don't know why I have that feeling that he might not want that. Why? Um, that's like that's like the only only big available job right now. Well, right now he wants to stay with family. He has talked about it repeatedly, you know. And Conte would not be someone who would just spew things out for propaganda or probably see how the market or you know. The leagues react to things he says, you know. So I, I feel like he probably would want to take that one year off, and so um, in one year time from now, things can change. Definitely, managers are losing their jobs every day now, so you know things can change, and he probably would just be swayed by another team, you know. But right now, he's their he's their priority, so. Hopefully they can make him an offer I can't refuse and yeah. get him to sign that shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hopefully, hopefully, hopefully. Hopefully. So what's your thoughts about? For me, Conte is just you know when they say the 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 crown prince. Yeah. That's how I feel about Conte. Conte is like the crown prince, so he's just waiting on the sideline. So the day they decide to kick Garcia out the next day depending on what time of the day Garcia is sacked Conte would be the one to take over from him because Italians they recycle manager a lot yes. so I'm tipping I'm tipping Conte because appointing Garcia in the first place was an error from day one like for, for Napoli I knew it was going to be difficult to replace Spalletti because of what he has done with the Napoli team, winning a major title in God knows how many years. And the man decides to leave after after all he has seen with the Napoli Ultras and everything. So I just feel Conte would be like that person. Conte is not really a project kind of person. Somebody who just comes in, mm-hmm. does the job, gave you a title, oh, yeah. So it doesn't so that I feel Conte is, Conte is my option. Tipping, I don't see, I don't see, um, Rudy Garcia staying on as Napoli coach to the end of the year. I don't see that happening unless a miracle happens. I don't even think they can take that risk and wait to the end of the year. That's it. They can decide to just wait and say, let's wait till the end of the year. And sack him okay. and let Conte begin at the turn of the new year. But I don't see that happening. So I'm just going to move straight to the last thing. So I'm just going to, we're just going to think of cross the one hour mark. I'm just going to look at, let's go straight to the, let's look at the, what's this list again? The Golden Boy list. Yeah, <laughs> I want Rasmus. To... Rasmus. <laughs> Rasmus, on that list. Rasmus has no. It's not going to near top five. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we all know that. We all know. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not Gavi. sure. I think Gavi, Birmingham. I think Gavi is not there. Gavi is not there. Gabi okay, yes, Gabi won the last one. Is Birmingham a bit? Birmingham and who? So I feel like it's gonna be Jude. Oh. It's gonna be Jude. 
They can't deny it. They can't. I, I, I feel it's between. Actually, I feel it's between Jude, um, Jamal, Musaila. I think I think they will give it to, to Jamal. Just... Musiala. Musiala has a better. He has a better. So they, they won't consider justice. Yeah, obviously, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, and if they do that, they consider the previous season, and then it has to be Musiala. Michelle, like, yeah, because he's been yeah. he's been consistent, like he's been consistently consistent all the season. He's, he's really been churning out performances after performances. Yeah, for me it. also, for me, I will pick Musella because he, he gave now he gave Bayern the the, yeah, the lead of last season. Also, when they called on him during the time minutes and he performed because. You know these things. They they have they are they know the winner already. They are not judging from this season. I think it's from last season, the performance of last season that they are judging from. I think yeah, but they are not judging from to, this season. You give it to European media pushing UK an, media an agenda. You know, pushing an agenda. You're seeing them talking about Berlin and being the betting favorite or the fans favorite and that that that, yeah, that. Well, well, that's well, not well, true if also consider the 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 spanish media too because that's how they believe to launder the images of these spanish boys that every year come back to back they've been winning the yeah. ball. yeah i feel like last year um musiana would have won that too over gavi you know but yeah. he didn't he didn't, and this year it's definitely not passing by. Jude um, <laughs> will not clinch that. Probably second on the list. Well, let's 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 see what happens. You never can tell with with these guys. These are what guys and how they go. Can, you, can you go through the list for me? The for, uh, the list. Let me say the first. Just go through the list. My is yeah. my boy there. Yeah. Okay. So Simmons. we have yeah. We have Bellingham. Yeah. Jamal Musiala, Davis yeah. Simmons, Pablo Gavi, um, Alejandro Baldi, Florian Wicks, Benjamin Sesco, Yo, Sesco, Giorgio Scalvini, Rasmon Holland, Levi Cowell. I don't know why they added them Cowell, but no one. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, it's true. If you have to add Kowe, why didn't they add Ferguson? Ferguson is there. Ferguson is there. Ferguson is there. Okay. Yeah. Uh, we have um, Milos Kerkest. We have uh, Otto Vermeeren. We have Evan Ferguson. We have Lucas Gonan Duarte. Warren Zare. Emery. Usman. Diomande. Arno Martinez. Those guys are the, are the, are the how would I put it, to complete the list. Adagula actually made the list. So. <laughs> yeah. It does this from last season. Yeah. yeah. Rico Lewis, actually. Okay. Who would have thought, eh? <laughs> uh, what about... There's no Julian Alvarez. No. Okay. No. Okay, he's off the age. Alvarez. Alvarez, okay. Alvarez is off the It's off the age, okay. So it's nice. actually a 100-man list. No, like, yeah, it's long, I, but... I think, I think they've cut you, it down. Yeah. I already called it. Two favorites. Yeah, so, yeah. You just have two favorites. It's either Birmingham or Musella. Both, both from oh, other, other it's not guys this it's Musiala <laughs> <laughs> what did Benningham do with uh, Dortmund last season you can't yeah. say you can't say you can't say never it's like football <laughs> it's, it's the 90 minutes that's the thing with these things you, yes you have, it's the 90 you have, thing, down, no. you have laid down criteria right it's not up for speculation you have leaders, okay. Okay. You know, I, I have a question to ask, Chris. The year mm-hmm. Modric won Ballon d'Or. That's what we are seeing. We're seeing the same thing. 
Yes. So we're saying there should not be any room for all of that, right? It should be based on records. It should be based on your performance and not some... We know, like, we know who had the better performance last season. Musiala and uh, Bellingham. We know. We know it's Musiala, right? Bellingham is having a great season so far. But because of that newness, because of this current... Uh, what's it called, performance of Burlingham is now seen as favourite. But well, it shouldn't be so. It's just been 10 games, right? Musiala had a great run last season. And so, that's his award. It's not even debatable. You know? That's not shitting on Burlingham and what he has achieved so far this season. It's been amazing, but it's not in contention. It's not in the, uh, what's it called? It's not in the span the yeah. date range they're considering whatever he's doing this season is not in that range and so it shouldn't be factored in based off his recent performances okay let's watch and see you never can see like i said fingers fingers yeah. fingers crossed let's see how it goes <laughs> yeah i remember what was it called the year that Messi won the world best that they didn't give Schneider. I was like, oh my God, what's this? The guy played everything he has to play. He won the Champions League that year. He played the World Cup finals for Netherlands. He was exceptional that year. And they still gave it to Messi. This this thing's happened. You can see. Okay, let's watch and see. As we all know, it's football. It's ninety minutes. <laughs> never I seen never. Yeah. Okay. All right. I think we've come to the end of this yeah. episode. Um, it's been amazing as always. I'll see you guys on the next one. Yeah. Just keep so. keep keep listening. Keep sharing. Yeah. If you have if you have your comments, questions, please just let us know. Yeah, and we'll, we'll, try and, we'll try and take note of the feedback. My tips, listeners, watch out for my tips. For weekend. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna we're gonna cover the special segment yes. of the podcast that will be and Salah that will be dedicated to just Mario and his tips. Mario's thoughts. Chris can tell. Chris can testify now. I, I don't um, know about that. So Chris, okay. he's been moving like this. He he Chris gave me he gave me he gave me something, <laughs> and uh, and he gave I must confess, <laughs> it was a lot of uh, red everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of green also. <laughs> so don't worry, we'll cover, yeah. we'll cover that session for Mario on the podcast, where he's gonna be yeah, yeah, yeah. his odds and people could stay responsible on it. <laughs> All right, yes. guys. Please. Why All, right, guys. All right, guys. Thank you. Have a good day. Have a good day. Bye. 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 Bye